welcome, welcome everyone to our first podcast. I'm Brittany Vitrino. I'm Martha Bartlett. And we're here to entertain you, hopefully, during this quarantine. Yeah. So it is day eight. Eight. I believe we settled on day eight. I'm pretty sure we're Since I officially couldn't go to work in Nevada, basically shut down. Mm-hmm. The strip is shut down. The you strip. know that's some serious shit. Yeah, it's crazy. So all the gambling addiction people are <laughs> it's going okay. to the hospital. You can still go to the <laughs> fucking convenience store and gamble if you really need to. But we are coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. It's really nice here, so it's made quarantine not as awful. Everybody's been being really good, so we're taking it day by day. Um, I know podcasts have definitely entertained me through most of these days. It's so keeping us sane-ish. Yeah, hopefully we'll entertain you as a little bit. As sane as anybody is as these days. sane as we all can be. So welcome to our very first episode of But, but first, first, Let's, let's talk, talk Nerdy. All right, everyone. So we're going to give you a quick little overview of our podcast. We have already had a bottle of champagne Mm-hmm. And each podcast, we basically want to get a little bit tipsy, and yeah. we're just going to talk about nerd things. And it can range literally from anything from comics, to video games, anime, to I know I'll hit up some historical figures at some <laughs> point. Um, anything that is basically nerdy, because that's who we are. We yeah. are nerds. Stuff that we're going to geek out about. Exactly. So there'll probably be a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions mm-hmm. and a lot of everything, but something we're clearly super excited to talk about. Each week, Martha and I are usually going to do a different topic that we don't know about, so we're going to surprise each other. And sometimes we have the same feelings about certain characters, so they'll be... Sometimes ex- we don't. It, it, sometimes we don't as well. well so it'll be time good. we do. It'll be good. But um, to start us off, before we do anything, we are going to pop a bottle of champagne in celebration of our very first podcast. Now, I do want to say... This bottle was given to us by uh, the person who is going to be editing our podcast. Our good friend Kevin from Flopcast. Yep. Good luck on Give you him a for, listen. for editing our, our podcast. Yeah, sorry. It's going to be a lot of Kevin edit that out. But this is the champagne bottle. We saved it mm-hmm. for this podcast for the first one for you. So here we go. Click. Happy first podcast. Yeah. All right. All right. What are you going to talk about today? Take that sip. Very fucking hype. You excited? Yes. So. Obviously. I am going to talk about Sharon Carter. Whoop whoop. Yeah. And Uh, I'm specifically staying with comic book Sharon Carter. Yes. Because unfortunately, as of right now, MCU hasn't given her anything, but maybe there can be a part two. After Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where we know Sharon Carter is going to be a badass motherfucker in it. Baby, we know you're a Banff. We just need somebody to write you the right part. Exactly. So no worst forest kiss ever (laughs) in movie history ever. Sorry, Sharon Carter. I thought it was about time for me to kiss you because I feel like I'm obligated. Real forced and real awkward. That's another topic for another time. Exactly. So Sharon Carter... I'm going to quickly list my sources. I put it at the top, so I would do it first. (laughs) So most of it is from Comic Vine, Wikipedia, and fandom.com. But um, I did read Captain America Reborn. Mm -hmm. I read some random issues of Captain America 144 to 148, which you'll find out why later. Mm -hmm. And then the newer Captain America comic, I read a couple of the issues that have a lot 
excuse me to do this. We are drinking champagne. It is bubbly. There are gonna be burps. Like that. That's exactly it. Hello. So, um, Sharon Carter, obviously, from the Marvel Comics. Boss of a boss. Yep. Badass bitch is exactly what I wrote. (laughs) And um, also known as Agent 13. Yes. Created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. And her first appearance was in Tales of Suspense, number 75, which I didn't read for some reason, Mm -hmm. in March of 1966. She is usually known as, obviously, a secret agent, mostly known as being an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she bounces around a lot. Originally, when she was first made, she was uh, Peggy Carter's younger sister, (laughs) but because of the weird, uh, unaging nature of comic books, she was rewritten as her grandniece um, so that she could be in the recent In 2000s. Yes, in the 2020s. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) okay so her backstory when she was rewritten as peggy's grandniece was she's the daughter of harrison and amanda carter two wealthy virginians and the niece of margaret peggy carter who also deserves her own fucking podcast episode but we'll get there and Sharon grew up listening to all these amazing adventures that Peggy would tell her and all these stories about Captain America, which in turn ended up inspiring her to become the agent she becomes. So she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent now in whatever year this was. And her first major assignment, Sharon was chosen to pick some cylinder containing a powerful explosive called Infernal 42 <laughs> from a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who had stolen it to give it to some faction some within faction guy. of HYDRA. Uh, there are so many factions within factions within factions oh of HYDRA. I'm just like, HYDRA. We're just going to talk about HYDRA. What because, other weird abbreviations yes. can we do? Exactly. And, yeah, <laughs> and they're all, all the, the, what are they called? Uh, acronyms. acronyms. They're all acronyms. Don't ask me what any of the acronyms oh, no. stand for. I didn't do that research. Most of the time, I don't think the people who wrote it did the <laughs> research either. It's true. So like, this, is fine. this mission is when Steve Rogers first saw Carter, and he was like, holy shit, because she looked a lot like Peggy. Mm. Um, what I did find out was in... The backstory of when Steve, what, before he was frozen in the war or whatever, didn't actually ever know Peggy Carter's name because Peggy was always under an alias. So he didn't know that Carter was Peggy's last name. Oh. So that differs a lot from the movies, which yeah. I don't know a lot Peggy Car- about Peggy Carter. So yeah, that was I something I found either. very interesting. Mm-hmm. So even if he found out Sharon or the Carter, what he wouldn't have put it together because he didn't know know peggy's actual name mm-hmm. um also, but there are a lot of carters called. yes and carter is not an uncommon yeah. name but he was he saw her and was floored by her because she looked a lot like peggy mm-hmm. um there are multiple times where captain america ends up crossing paths with sharon um but he only ever knows her as agent 13 in the beginning he doesn't know her name he doesn't know that she's related to peggy or any of that good stuff Mm -hmm. then on an adventure captain america rescues her from aim and (laughs) one of those other (laughs) would you like a faction with an abbreviation an acronym we got you so this is when they end up falling for each other 
And then they bring down Red Skull's fourth sleeper robot together. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just the name of the robot. They defeat it because the Red Skull won't ever fucking go away. Did he have three sleepers before that? You know, one could assume. You know, I don't know. Sorry, this is a lot of unnecessary questions. (laughs) I will shut my fucking mouth. (laughs) So, So after they defeat this fourth sleeper, not the first, second, or third, but the fourth one, the other three just didn't work out well for Red Skull. That's when S.H.I.E.L.D. was like, okay, Carter, I guess you can tell Captain America who you really are. And they end up becoming lovers. Ew, why? That was clearly copy and pasted because who? I would never say they they ended up banging out or something like that. Yeah, they ended up fucking each other Mm -hmm. and uh, remade allies. Like, yo, you're hot as fuck. I might as well hop on that basically mm-hmm. we're not gonna go there right Ugh. now my mind went many different ways so as uh, 30 rock said i really don't like the word lovers unless it's between meat and pizza oh that's a good one yeah now i want pizza mm-hmm. okay so they they end up banging and being together and remaining allies and fighting on a bunch of missions together so at one point Carter briefly uh, ends up forming a group in S.H.I.E.L.D. called the Femme Force. Yes! So it's a group of uh, all women. This was in, in 1971. So basically oh. it was like, hey, women can kick fucking Girl ass power. just like men. And I'm going to fucking prove it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carter's going to beat you up. Exactly. So it's basically just a bunch of all women in this awesome group. But the only members that are named is Sharon Carter mm-hmm. and Contessa Valentina yes. Algra de Fontaine. Uh, Contessa Valentina Algra de la Fontaine. Is a badass bitch. A bass um, and a half. Oh. But everybody else, there was a bunch of them, but they were all just random drawings. So it was just those two that were named. So they were in issues 144 and 148. From what I could find, those were the only issues they were in. A couple things happen, and that's Typical. when Sharon ends up resigning and leaving S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, I'm guessing, why it ended up breaking down. Mm-hmm. And Contessa was kind of a bitch. She was second in command and kept trying to take over She's... under, like, being like, we were all supposed to meet at this time, but I told Sharon a different time, <laughs> so now she's late and she looks bad. Like, literally, <laughs> literally, that's what happened. Oh, my God, that's so catty. I love it. <laughs> It's like, we're all super spies and I could kill you, but instead I'm just going to tell you the wrong time. Yes, yes, basically. Um, so she resigned from S.H.I.E.L.D., takes a little bit of vacation, and just spends some more time with Steve. And this is where she, there's a brief period of time where she just doesn't return to active duty as a spy. But eventually she does come back and... Uh, to S.H.I.E.L.D. specifically this time, even though she bounces around to a few different places. And in Liaison with the New York Police Department, you can always tell when I just copy and paste it because I would also never say, and it's liaison, not liaison. <laughs> I got myself out about that. <laughs> I saw it in your face. <laughs> I swear I know how to read words. But also a word I clearly never use ever. Who uses the word liaison? Uh, if I'm trying to be fancy as yeah, shit. We're this drinking. is not a fancy podcast. This is not a fancy podcast. Our champagne was $10 and it's fancy for us. It's fancy champagne <laughs> for us. Or, well, this one might have... uh, We don't know how much this is. Yeah. 
I will say most of the time our champagne is $10. most of the time our champagne is six dollars and it's Andre. That's true, but that's besides the point. Champagne in very large air quotes. <laughs> so Sharon investigates and infiltrates a white supremacist terrorist organization known as National Force. This time it's not an acronym. Acronym is the right word, right? Yes. Acronym, okay. I'm going to say abbreviation 17 more times, though. (laughs) During one of the National Forces' battles with street criminals in Harlem, the National Guard is sent in. Uh, She ends up under the effects of some mind-altering gas, and then she basically self-destructs a device in what is thinks she thinks she's commit suicide to stop this all this shit but it's all because she's under mind control so it looks like sharon is dead um but it finds out that it was just faked because she was going on a top secret mission for shield but that top secret mission that only basically Nick Fury knows about goes awry and then Nick Fury ends up believing that she really is killed in action. So everybody thinks she's dead because of the stunt they pulled. But she wasn't dead. And because of this, they basically abandon her because they're like, oh, well, she's dead. So we're not going to send I mean, in rescue effort. We can't rescue a dead person. Exactly. Also, and... we're shield. We only have so much money until we steal it from Tony Stark. <laughs> Which is fair. Uh, which is fair. He has enough money. He has more money than God. <laughs> so they abandon her in enemy territory, and she ends up joining Shield's enemies, who she was there to be undercover with. Uh, because nothing she's better to do. She's pissed off. Also, she's fair. like, "Fuck you, Fury. You sent me on this thing. This you top quarantined thing. me in this weird basically, place. <laughs> basically, basically." And she ends up becoming an agent of the Red Skull. Oh fuck! Yes. But it ends up Captain America finds out what happens and he goes into this thing shockingly to fight the Red Skull. He finds her, they reunite, and he saves her and brings her home. It's probably a big kiss with a dip or something like that. Shit like that. As much as I hate the idea of what they did with Cap and Carter in the the MCU because it was awful, they are super cute in comics and they work well in comics because they're written more appropriately. I was going to say, when you actually (laughs) care about the writing, it's a different story. So when Sharon is behind enemy lines, Nick is at some point along the line, Nick Fury dies at this point. So when mm. in the absence of Nick Fury, she actually ends up serving a brief term as Queen of the Shield director of Shield. <laughs> but she's like, I don't like this. This isn't my jam. She returns to field I work. Be in the field. Yeah. Yes. And Maria Hill ends up taking over. Another badass bitch that we can talk about on badass another later bitch date. For another badass podcast. Exactly. And when she returns to field work, she's specifically uh, assigned to support Captain America and then report to Maria on his current activities that's going on. I keep wanting to go back to how it relates to the MCU, but that is also another podcast for another day Mm -hmm. of how they intermingle. So while investigating the whereabouts of a Jack Monroe, who is a former sidekick of Cap. Jack Monroe. What the? Did he have a special name? I don't know. Okay. It just says Jack Monroe. Here's the thing. Say, Here's the thing about like, this. Toro. So I always knew Bucky was the relation of Robin. Yeah. Of the DC and uh, Marvel. 
What I didn't realize was that Cap had a bunch of side. Oh yes, but I don't think they had. They didn't have like the name of Not all Robin, of names like or Batman. Like that. It was yeah. Bucky, and I think this guy was just Jack. And there was another thing I was reading where Rick was one of them, and yes. he almost called Rick Bucky, and he was mad at himself for Rocky. that in his memory. Yeah, he was like, oh, <laughs> Rick. So it's like Brick? he had a bunch of sidekicks, but they weren't all just classified as like. Robin, like in Batman, yeah. they were just Captain America's sidekicks. He had Bucky, and then he had people who we wanted to be Bucky who weren't as good as Bucky. Yeah, so there was this Jack Monroe, and then there was a, a Rick something that I, I read in one of the things I was, things name, I was reading. It. Yeah. So, He's dumb, if I remember um, correctly. Jack Monroe, so she's investigating him, and she ends up being abducted by... The Winter Soldier. I thought you were going to say adopted. And oh, I w- no, abducted. I'm going to write that fanfic, though. <laughs> She's adopted by Bucky Barnes. Oh, they have a nice little life. No, they don't. Everybody old. is miserable. No one has a good life. Everybody has nightmares. <laughs> Anyways, abducted by the Winter Soldier. And she uh, uses bait to lure Captain America into a trap. That was set by Alexander Lucan, who pops up every once yes. in a while. I didn't go super into who yeah. he is because he's not super important to Sharon Carter. Hydra-ish dude. Yeah, yeah just another you know. one of those bros. And a goon with a name. Yep. So Cap ends up saving her, and this is when they realize the Winter Soldier is Bucky. Is Bucky, and this is something. Who the that hell is have, Bucky? Who the hell is the Winter Soldier? And it's something that we need to start investigating and looking into. Comics. Yes, basically. All fucked up. Yes. So the next major thing is Civil War. The actual Civil War. Yes. (laughs) The Civil War that makes sense. With mutants. (laughs) Where mutants are the main reason of it and it makes it make sense. Mm -hmm. So during this storyline, Sharon does start out on the side of the Superhuman Registration Act. Obviously, mm-hmm. she is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Yeah. She has nothing to hide. She's been a regular agent forever. Her name is Sharon Carter, Her not name is Agent Sharon 13 Carter. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And even if it was Agent 13, she, she was always known anyways. by yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. who she was. She was never hidden. She was never a secret identity. Mm-hmm. So the government knew who she was. But she doesn't want to be against Steve. You know, they still have their thing. She doesn't want to have to go arrest him Honestly, or do any okay. of that shit. So if you are on this other side and Steve is on one side, you're on the fucking wrong side and you need to switch. Obviously. If Captain America is on the other goddamn side, he's so good. You're no always definitely bad. You know you're on the wrong side when you're going against Captain America. Just 100%. Putting it out there. Like, if, if you, you want to, like... Figure out where you're sitting on the, like, moral compass. If it's not with Cap, you're in the <laughs> you're wrong, wrong fucking place. <laughs> you're wrong. So being like, well, I don't like this. I don't really want to go against Steve. I'm going to switch my side to Captain America's side, the Same. secret Avengers. She does say one of the main reasons for this also is because the death of Goliath 
does happen and yes. she's like this is fucking bullshit we shouldn't be killing every uh, no. we shouldn't be killing superheroes yes yeah. they're just trying to do the right exactly thing without... well yeah exactly we're all trying to do the right thing here just because they don't want to say who they are doesn't mean it's okay mm-hmm. we have way more worse things to worry yeah. about but it does end up that sharon is still under the influence back a couple whenever i said that story yep. where she got under the influence Mind. of a doctor faustus who originally started in S.H.I.E.L.D., but is actually a Hydra person. Mm-hmm. So this leads up to the death of Steve Rogers. So a what happens is a sniper shoots Steve Rogers in the shoulder while he's walking up the steps of is federal it, court. Tony's bringing him in, right? Yeah, they're bringing him in. He's going to court or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're aiming at, I believe, the senator. Steve sees the sniper red dot and jumps in the way because he's steve fucking rogers and he's like what if i died today (laughs) so he just gets (laughs) shot in the shoulder but through all the chaos because now there's a sniper shooting at people Uh he ends up getting shot three times in the abdominable in the (laughs) abs abs abdomen i think i was gonna say a Abdominals, but I don't fucking abdomen. We're not on that job. Uh, we are not teaching fitness right now, Brittany. So he ends up getting th- shot three times in the abdomen, close range, and this is what kills him. Yes. Quotations. Quote, quote. It ends up re- being revealed that the plan to kill Cap was orchestrated shockingly by the Red Skull. Get a different <laughs> hobby. Seriously. Learn to fucking knit. <laughs> and the sniper was crossbones. Well, the Ooh. person who ended up shooting Steve in the abdomen was Sharon because she's still under this hypnotic control. fucking control. Yeah. So I read a few different things because I didn't go and just read the legit. I read some of the comics, but up until There's when they bring Captain America back, they all basically say the same thing, but there's a few different details, so I try to do my best because I didn't want to read 9 million comics. I feel you. So basically what happens is Sharon, she isn't aware that she killed Cap. She isn't aware that she did it. She is really upset and really stressed out and does find out that she's actually pregnant with Steve's. No! Yes. I never knew that! Which yes. I read this story, so I probably did and yeah. immediately forgot about yeah. it because I was so like pregnancy. She's pregnant, and this is one of the things that makes her be like, okay, you have to try to figure something Snap out because out of it. you're in a depressive lump right now. Yeah, a very large lump, yeah. assumedly. <laughs> but she is still under the control of Faustus when he wants her to be. And because of this, he ends up calling her in, and she does report to Red Skull. She does find out that she is the one that ended up shooting Steve, which also fucks her up. Yeah. But she does manage to fight off some of her brainwashing, and she ends up sort of fighting with Bucky. She ends up finding the Winter Soldier, and Bucky basically came to, like, let her go, Mm -hmm. but she's still sort of fucked up in her brain, but ends up getting him free being like oh well i had to because otherwise they would just keep following us until they found Mm -hmm. us so she's the one that gets bucky released from hydra oh into the avengers but she is still captive can i also so small sidebar here 
what the fuck is it with Steve and being in love with people who are out of their control when they kill other people? What the f- This is a very, very particular <laughs> type. Like, it's really specific and it's weird. You know, everyone has their types. Mm. <laughs> Like, have you ever killed somebody, but it wasn't your fault? But it wasn't actually I'm in love with you. (laughs) Okay, continue. So, talking about sort of that, (laughs) the people who end up rescuing Bucky after Sharon basically pushes him off an airplane, that's sort, I think that's how she, like, sets him free, is Black Widow and the Falcon. Babies. Of course. Let's see. So, eventually, she was able to escape, and she ends up taking the Red Skull's daughter, who I didn't know. I did not. Yes. Did not know Red Skull had a daughter. Just found that out. First She's all, actually super cute. Who fucked the Red Skull? Right? He Probably no one. Artificial insemination no, or some shit? it was probably forced. Oh, no, you're totally yeah. right. Why did my brain go Why? Well, it's a better place to go than where mine yeah, went. No. Mine is way more depressing. It is. So I like Sin though. I, yeah, she's, she's super cute. I was gonna she's say she's cute. cute as a button. Yeah, she's got a cute. So outfit. she ends up taking uh, Sin hostage. They fight. Sharon ends up getting stabbed in the stomach, and that's oh. how she loses the baby. Oh no! Because she's still pregnant this whole time. I forgot about the baby already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we have a cat. <laughs> she won't let us forget. She meows so loud all the time. Ends up, Dr. Faustus ends up feeling, like, bad about Good. everything he's Fuck done. You. Uh, he ends up helping Sharon and uh, reactivates a tracking device so that they can find her. And then he also makes her forget that she was pregnant because she is stressed out. That's Steve, she killed nice. Steve. She was, was pregnant. You have she enough lost trauma. the baby. Literally going It's on. a problem. Yeah. You also are dealing with the fact that you've been under control for a while. Yes. Like, a long while. Yes. And then a team of therapists. A lot. There's a lot of therapy that has mm-hmm. to happen for everyone. Yes. And then she ends up escaping. While she's escaping, she ends up killing Lucan, who I mentioned right before. Yep. And she thinks she kills the Red Skull, but and she was rescued once again by Widow and Falcon because mm. they're amazing. Aw, <laughs> sweet beans. Iron Man and Falcon do end up telling her uh, that she was Sorry. pregnant though yeah oh. after time after they they bring her in they let her heal they you know yeah she's in they a don't slightly, tell they're not like, they're not like by the way you're bleeding out of your stomach still from where you were stabbed remember but... that time you were gonna have a baby you don't oh oops <laughs> my bad they do tell her they feel like she deserves to know yeah i think and that's fair this is when Sharon decides to leave S.H.I.E.L.D. again. She's like, I need some time off. Yeah. I lost Steve. I lost the baby. I was just mind controlled. But she did let Bucky go, though. So there was that yeah. good thing that we happened. One small good step here. And she killed people that were bad. She managed to kill some people. <laughs> she killed some bad, bad people. people. So this is when Captain America Reborn is right happens yes so i did read all of captain america reborn it's only so it's technically six issues but there is a prologue so it's like seven issues long i'm pretty sure i own it somewhere do you yeah i mean i just read it on that website so it's released in june 2009 all the way to january 2010 that are the dates on those steve is assumed dead and james buchanan barnes aka bucky barnes is now cap um 
<laughs> we, we believe me, there'll be plenty of Bucky Barnes coming later on. If you would like to hear any <laughs> two women cry about Bucky, Bucky Barnes, Barnes, this is your podcast. Come to the right place. <laughs> so this also is all taking place during the Dark Avengers arc. Oh, so this is when um, Norman Osborn I is like the head of the Dark yes. Avengers. Arc. So this is all happening so at the same of time. Shady acronyms that nobody made anything for. It's like <laughs> I'm this. Yes, uh, we'll get into a few more of those. Don't you worry. <laughs> so Sharon ends up finding out that the gun that she shot Cap with is actually some special gun. It didn't kill him. It sent him into some kind of weird reality where he's in a time loop reliving his past and seeing different futures and yada, yada, yada. So if you guys could see me, my eye roll is like (laughs) to the point where my eyes will maybe never come back. It's basically just a thing where you have to decide and say comics. We killed Captain America, and now we can't sell the Captain America comics that we wanted to to the same people. (laughs) The best part about this is that literally the same exact fucking time, Batman was dead and going through the same weird thing. Like, why is Batman wandering through time? (laughs) Oh, that's the one I own. I don't own this. Uh, they're the same thing. But literally, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. It's just like, oh, he's randomly through time. There was some weird gun that shot him this way. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Okay. So, Nat and Bucky are going on a whole bunch of missions together. And I specifically say, side note, because I love them so much. And the way they're portrayed in the comics at these times is so heartwarming and it makes me want to just cry and die a little bit it's fine Mm -hmm. i love them also winter widow forever and ever yes forever and ever nat is drawn a lot especially when well when they're on missions with her hair in a motherfucking ponytail and i know you boys don't fucking get it but as any girl with hair ever or a man with longer hair uh, yes no yes have you ever eaten your hair by accident? If you have, you put your and hair you in a don't fucking even, ponytail. You don't even work out. Can you imagine me, like, trying to fucking, like, run with my hair? I had to tuck my braid up yesterday because it kept hitting me in the fucking face. Okay? So, anyways, like I said, Norman Osborn is the leader of the Dark Avengers, Avengers right now. He created the Dark Avengers, and he leads Hammer, basically. Hammer. Hammer. Another one of them. It's like, I like Hammer because they're S.H.I.E.L.D. Can you make up a thing for this, Victoria Hand? Because I'm not doing anything here except for having weird hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> We won't do a podcast on Norman Osborn's <laughs> hair, but we could. So Nat and Bucky, they're on a mission and they get captured. Mm-hmm. Norman Osborn lets Nat go so that she can give her team a message basically saying, hey, give me Sharon Carter or I'm going to kill Bucky Barnes. Dang. Because he pulls off his mask and is like, oh, the new Captain America oh. is none other than Bucky Barnes. Turns out it's Bucky. Hmm. And what Bucky's hair is all short now because he has to put it under the cowl. And okay, so Bucky feel like he doesn't have to put it in a pony. <laughs> I can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, moving on, or else we're gone. Everyone doesn't blame Sharon. They all know that Sharon mm. is the one that shot Cap, but all of them know she was mind controlled. They don't blame her, but Sharon obviously has this incredible guilt. guilt. And she's like, I'm not going to be responsible for another death of Captain America, especially his 
best fucking friend. And slash. Slash lover, definitely. And I said it, and I'm not sad about it. (laughs) Um, So she runs off to turn herself in to Norman Osborn. Of course, at the exact same time, they rescue Bucky. And she didn't have to do that, but, you know, comics. So, turns out, Red Skull's still alive. He doesn't die! He doesn't die! die. Um, But he is in some machine body. He's not in a a human body right now. He's he's pulling, like, the doom thing, except for... Yes. After. And they end up stealing Steve's body... Namor gets really sad because he was supposed to be protecting Steve's body. Oh, no, Namor. Yeah, really, there's a brief thing where Namor's like, what the fuck? I failed you, Captain America. You know Namor has a thing for blondes. Uh, Yes, it's true. So, they have Steve's body, and Red Skull wants to be in Steve's body. I'm still laughing. (laughs) I know, it's okay, I'm going to keep talking. Um, So, with some comic book science, in the help of Doom and Zola. Mm-hmm. Zola also in a, mach- in a machine body. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because he was a frail little monster. Yes. So with the help of Doom and Zola and whatever gun that Sharon shot Steve with, mm-hmm. it makes it possible to get Red Skull into Steve's body. But at the same time, right. it also makes it possible to get Steve from where he is back into Steve's body. But the key to doing all this is Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. Faustus put oh my something in Sharon's blood to make it possible to get them out of this time warp reality thing Why and back think? into the body. Villains are weird. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're like, let's throw do, something. instead of just being like, let's do A plus B to get to C, they're like, let's do A plus Z plus R plus T plus S to get to C. And Literally, I'm like, that's not how it works. Everything is a fucking Rube Goldberg thing. They're all like death in Final Fantasy where they're like, oh. let's do 12 things to get you to die. Yeah. I'm like, you could just know. give them a heart attack. It's true. So, but it all ends up Sharon Carter key. That's why they wanted Sharon. Mm. It ends up, though, with whatever science they do, Red Skull ends up in Steve's body. And then there's a whole bunch of, like, weird eternal battles going on with Steve fighting the Red Skull and Bucky as Cap is fighting Red Skull Steve and there's weird shit. They rip Bucky's arm off at some point. I'm like, can we stop destroying Bucky's metal arm? Fucking, like, Star Wars (laughs) Um, nonsense. (laughs) Yes, basically. I am your lover. In the end, Steve wins. (laughs) I hate you. Steve wins and gets his body back. And Red Skull ends up back in his machine body. Oh. At the same time. Can't they just like EMP him or unplug him? I know that this is a rhetorical question. I know. I don't know. But this is how they handle it right now. So Sharon and Red Skull are in like this aircraft thing in the Mm -hmm. sky. And there's a bunch of mini MODOK heads attacking Washington. So the rest of the Avengers are fighting him. And when uh, Red Skull wakes up, Sharon is with Hank Pym, who came and rescued her, and they're going to rescue Vision. So Sharon takes Hank Pym's little magical um, doohickey Hank Pym device and makes Red Skull really, really big Mm -hmm. because they don't want Red Skull to escape. So she's like, well, I can't really go anywhere now. He's fucking giant. (laughs) 
This is the best way I've ever heard to make somebody not escape in my entire life. It's huge, so what are you going to do? And is like, but now he's, he's giant, <laughs> and he's crushing our people. Um, we didn't think about the f- fact that the huge, the huge fucking Nazi is going to step on some people. So while, oh, uh, you know, while everybody's fighting Widow and, and one-armed Buck, one-hand Bucky and actual Cap Steve Rogers and everybody <laughs> else that's Bucky around. is my band And name. Sharon's like, don't worry, I have a sort of plan. I have 11% of a plan. 12. 12%. It's not 11. That's where I got the 11. That's what Groot said. <laughs> um, she's like, there's still missiles on the ship. Oh, how? So... They go to the main control room and Vision takes over the ship because that's what he does because he's a machine Mm -hmm. and they fire all these missiles that were on the ship at the ginormous Red Skull (laughs) and appear to kill him, okay? So that... This is comics if you didn't have a body and you didn't bury it and you don't see it on the regular. So honestly, if you have a comic's death, put them in a fucking mausoleum so that you can pull them out and be like, oh no, body's still here. We're good. Well, that's what they put Steve's body in that Namor was protecting (laughs) this like capsule. Way to go, mausoleum Namor. To make sure that he he didn't like um, fucking deteriorate and all that shit. So when they brought him back, he would have a body. Yes, and then and then Namor blew it. So Hmm. all said and said, Steve is back. There's a whole thing with Steve and Bucky trying to figure out who is going to be Captain America, but that we're talking about Sharon here. Yeah. So they hmm. just both decide. You get Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. (laughs) Oh my god, that would be the best way to do it! (laughs) To not have to be Captain America every day of the week (laughs) is really... Sam gets Sundays. (laughs) He has time and a half for it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... I'm sorry. Bunch of other things happen. So that was 2010, so over the next decade of comics. Mm -hmm. Him and Sharon, they're back together. Peggy ends up passing away. And then, yeah, sad face. This is where Baron Zemo and codename Bravo, (laughs) fucking stupid, attack at some point. Shit hits the fan. And in order to save Cap and prevent an alien army of Zola's mutants, mutated somethings, from leaving Dimension Z that popped up at some point, Sharon sacrifices herself. Once again. Sharon baby. I know, right? There's some giant explosion and she kills them all. She actually ends up getting trapped in some dimension Z thing though, and which is what she was trying to stop and isn't dead and ends up being rescued by the Falcon. Time moves differently. Honestly, Falcon's a boss. I know he's a fucking boss. This fucking episode of Sharon Carter's life. This episode of Sharon Carter's maybe life. Maybe you should actually be with Falcon. Because clearly he's saving you about more. Falcon and also maybe his butt. <laughs> Just a thought. So in this Dimension Z though, time actually moves faster. So she comes back and she's older. So Sharon is like, looks like she's like in her 60s oh. now in the comics. Oh yeah. my God. She's drawn older. She's still a bomb ass bitch, I but mean, she's yeah. older. So I'm she sure is still with Steve. She could beat the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Still. Oh, yeah. So. She comes back. She ends up as the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. again because Maria Hill fucked something up. 
Oh. Yeah, like real bad. But a bunch of things happen and she steps down as like, Steve, you're the only person that should be doing this. She'll end up getting a whole bunch more power and she's Was like, this... I don't trust yeah, myself. Yes. And the person that should be trusted with it is you. You need to mm-hmm. do it. So Steve takes over and they're still together. When she comes back, they end up back together. Even though she's older, Steve doesn't care. Steve he is loves also her. older. Yes. So it's five. Exactly. Steve is also a million years old. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. You are old now. (laughs) So this is basically where the current Captain America story is. Ah. Yes. That's good to know. Yes. So the first new issue of Captain America came out in September of 2018 and is currently ongoing. Okay. How it starts, though is Steve is being, um, not blackmailed, um, scapegoated, what's the other word? Blamed? Blamed, but, um, uh, oh, you know what word I'm talking yeah, about, I right, do. too? Oh, no. <laughs> um, is, is being framed. Yes! Oh, my God. It rhymes being with blame. <laughs> I got you almost all the way in there. That is was definitely being, on me. Is being framed <laughs> for... The murder of General Thunderbolt Ross, if only he could die in those movies. For fucking real. So he is murdered and Steve is being framed for it. But even though he's innocent, Steve turns himself in to the authorities because he doesn't want the mess that it could ensue. Because Steve is a good person. Mm -hmm. Once again, going back to the you better be on Steve Rogers' side or else your moral compass is wrong. (laughs) I have a shitty moral compass, and it still points to Steve Rogers. And it's not just because he's the shape of a Dorito. (laughs) I'm shallow, but not like that. Not only like that. So because of this, Sharon is like, fuck, I need to do something. Because I know you didn't do it, but we have to figure out who did it, and we have to prove that. So she ends up summoning a group called the Ladies of Liberty. I can tell you, you copied and pasted that because summoning... Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> correct on that. I picture summoning with like a pentagram in blood but on the ground. But she actually did go back. This was oh, a damn. group from decades ago, and she went back and basically summoned them into a group of ladies. Um, and cool. so it's another badass group of strong females, and um, they end up basically being a bunch of the current superhero females but it's like it has that essence in their spirit of what they were cool that's awesome um now she summons them because she wants the she wants the help to prove and she's like i said she's older now she can only do so much as sharon carter is just a human she can only do so much in a 65 70 year old's body exactly she's a boss but she's still exactly human um sidebar on the ladies of liberty they do seem super interesting, something mm-hmm. that you could probably go to. And this is actually the faction that made Peggy Carter go undercover and do what she did with Cap. Cool. Yes. Yes. So they first appear in issue seven of the new Cap, which so that issue came out in March of 2019. Wow. And Cap and them are actually allies and they'll come back and help Cap with things now throughout the comic mm-hmm. series. How they find out that Steve is innocent is Sharon blackmails Fisk. 
who is actually um, the like the mayor at this point, oh, and weird. he reveals that Ross's true murderer is the foreigner who is apparently the ex-husband of Silver Sable. Oh, yeah. Also, the foreigner is a very xenophobic name. Yeah, it's real bad. Um, <laughs> but so they know that Steve didn't do it. Now they just have to. But they so they make this big plan. It takes a couple months. They end up breaking Steve out of prison and have to prove his innocence. And basically, like I said, they just team up. They kick badass. And that's sort of where it's at right now. I don't know the exact current story that's going on. I didn't read all of them through. Um, We're not putting money into this. Podcast. Exactly, and it's more, <laughs> and that's more of Captain America as opposed to Sharon Carter. No, true. So that is the story and the character of Sharon Carter. She is badass. She can hold her fucking own. Even though Falcon saves her a lot, she seems to save everyone else, including Steve Rogers, yeah. an awful fucking lot. And so, Bucky. And Bucky. That's a big one. That is a big one. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know a lot about Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> so, in conclusion, Sharon Carter is better than you, and you should feel bad yes, about it. Yes, and MCU, give her what she deserves. Yeah, because and she... not like the saddest kiss in the entire Ugh. world she's so badass i've had some really shitty kisses in yeah. my life and this was way worse and than any of them um uh, amelia day clark is that her name who plays sharon carter don't ask i think me. i, I, I could have butchered that but everybody knows who the fuck i'm talking about is also really badass she's and can a, fucking act it so give her the part i'm just gonna say she's a fucking queen yes let her do if you've everything. ever seen revenge you know she's a fucking queen so let her fucking do it yeah um, oh emily van camp I can't believe I fucking came that up That was really that. good. I, like, had it in completely different, like, all the letters were the right thing. But, like, <laughs> that was good. I knew I was wrong, but I was like, I know it's close. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten there without you. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. So that is Sharon Carter. And I hope you all enjoyed and learned, and I hope I didn't get most of it wrong. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right, your turn. So we have taken a small break to I went pee. That's pretty much it because I've been drinking I a texted lot. people. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and now it is my turn. Yay. So today. I'm excited. I am doing... Better be good. Fucking Zatanna. Yes. 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 So much yes. Okay. Yes. I'm pumped. If you have a weird thing for fishnets, this could be why. Episode of badass, bomb-ass bitches. I know. Everyone is in so much control. Oh, it's a I lot. Love it. All right. And I'm going to precursor this and say that I'm doing more of a pre-New 52 than okay. a post-New 52 fair. thing. And that's pretty much always going to be the way, but we'll get there. <laughs> the new 52 is Because I was very angry about the new 52, and I'm still a little bit mad about it, even though it's been retconned or taken out or whatever the fuck they decided to do with it. Most of my sources are uh, dccomics.com, wikipedia, fandom.com, and then I read a couple comics. So, her first appearance was in 1964. There's a fucking date. <laughs> in Hawkman number four. Random. I know. It was like the appearance of the two-sided woman or something stupid like that. <laughs> it was course. very dumb. Yep. You know, 
I first knew of her from Batman the Animated Series, where she and Bats were, like, kind of friends. Batman had been trained by her dad, if I remember correctly. So Zatanna Zatara, that's her name, Zatanna Zatara. I know. Oh, God. So Zatanna Zatara is both a stage magician and a real magician. Uh, She basically makes things happen by speaking them backwards. And as far as I've seen, the upper, like, end of her power is we haven't found it yet. We'll see what it is. It's pretty ridiculous, and it's kind of up to her imagination. So as soon as she can get shit done, she's good. Um, Listed within her powers are vast knowledge of magic and spells, telepathy, teleportation, telekinesis, chronokinesis, which I'm pretty sure is like some fucking time travel nonsense. climate control so she's like storm i'm like talk about who's fucking overpowered right yeah she's basic but she's basically wanda yeah she's mark she's she's wanda with control with (laughs) control which is (laughs) that is the main key point there wanda with control big difference that That is a big difference from being out of control and like overpowered but still not able to use it to bonkers overpowered and ridiculous damn yeah she can heal. She can distort reality. She can fucking she can fly. Wanda some lessons. She can <laughs> astral project. Um, yeah, she probably should give Wanda some <laughs> you, lessons. You clearly have all these powers. You can hop over to the Marvel universe. Yeah. Uh, when she was first featured, so when she first came on the scene, her story was she was trying to find her father, who is also a magician and a stage magician. And then for a while, they hopped her in and out whenever they needed a magic user. So, like, Superman is... <laughs> we need magic. you! Come! <laughs> and so they'd be like, oh, Zatanna does magic. That's convenient. They put her in a, a couple, like, weird, random issues with Supergirl when Supergirl was having, like, her first series and shit like that. Just like, oh, we need a magic user. And we only have really one. <laughs> so this is the one. She's in a fucking top hat. Because, of course, she fucking is. And then, so, she also had this terrible, terrible outfit, which I showed you yesterday, where she's like, Ariana that's, Grande. That was Zutata? Yeah. No. So, that's, so, she looks like a shitty Ariana Grande in space with bangs, I want to say. Yeah, it was real bad. It's just the worst. It was real. But Zutata has some bad outfits, yeah. but it was real bad. And she goes very, like, I'm going to lean into the magician cliche and have, like, a little wand that's probably made out of fucking plastic that I bought at iParty. But... <laughs> she probably didn't even buy it at iParty. She probably bought it on Amazon. Hmm. Depends when she bought it. We'll see. <laughs> we won't see, because that's not important to the story. <laughs> So the the shitty outfit that I was just talking about, the reason that I brought this up, is it's a replica of her mother's, um, her mother's name is Cindella, so that's why she has a weird fucking name, because her mother's name is Cindella. Her dad's name was Giovanni Zatara, but they call him John Zatara because nobody knows how to pronounce anything in early comics. Giovanni (laughs) just makes me think of Pokemon. Sorry, sidebar, Pokemon. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, I love that. So that weird outfit was basically her wearing her mom's weird outfit. And her mom is a homo magi. What the? (laughs) What does that even mean? I'm also a homo magi. What is that? No, it's like her weird race. 
Oh, she's like a special magic race. is so bad with names. And so literally they rewrite her powers to the point where I was like, I'm not 100% sure where her powers come from. Is it her mom? Is it her dad? Is it both? At the end of it, it seemed like in the current continuity that she had her powers, like magic powers from her dad, but her mom's powers were more powerful. So she poked into that shit. So are homo magi supposed to be like homo sapiens, but they're super magical, so they're magis instead of sapiens? Yes. Oh my god. I know. DC, jump off a cliff. It's just not that hard. It's not good. Also, all I can think of is like a troop of gay magicians, and that's all (laughs) I want in my life. (laughs) Oh my god. So let that be an act in fucking Vegas, because I will go see it so much. Homo magi, we are here for it. for you. In the current continuity, she's also really close friends with Bruce Wayne and has been friends since they were kids. Basically, like, her big, big, big story is, or one of the reasons that I know her so well and one of the reasons that she, like, sticks in my memory is identity crisis. And this is a big one, so I'm going to try and sum it up, but also a bunch of it isn't fucking important to the shit that we're talking about, so we're going to ignore those parts. So if you know an identity crisis and I'm fucking it up, I don't care. So basically, it comes down to Ralph and Sue Dibney. So Ralph Dibney, Dibney, ugh, that's terrible, was the elongated man. He was one of like the original yes, I knew. I was like, who is that fucking name? Yeah. He was yeah, one of the like original JLA dudes. And his wife, her name was Sue, Sue Dibney. And so she and he were like less important to like they're not you know saving the fucking world that's for fucking short because all of ralph's powers are just stretching and being a good detective which you know super useful i don't know reed richards is he's the worst yes (laughs) but we have two stretchy men who both kind of suck well no ralph tiffany doesn't suck he just has a bad life Ralph Dibney and Sue were basically the heart of the JLA. They joined it, like, towards the beginning. Not they. Ralph joined it towards the beginning. And Sue was around a lot of the time. Yes. Does she have any powers? Sue does not have any powers. She's just married to Ralph and she loves him. Okay. And they have a really good relationship. And this was before... This was before DC was like, you know, we don't like any stable relationships because they're not story enough. So we're going to make everybody unhappy forever and ever on that. So this was relatively recently when we had couples that weren't unhappy and dying. Um, Basically, Ralph and Sue are the heart of the JLA. And so the JLA is off doing their thing. They're fighting somebody. And Dr. Light some way to teleport into the watchtower which is their like a satellite that comes around every now and then that they sit and watch people who are doing the bad things on so dr light gets up there and decides to attack and assault uh sue dipney and like Aww. yeah he that's so not basically okay. looks at her and is like oh i've found the weakness of the jla and it's you. I'm not okay with that. It's not okay. DC, not cool. It's gross. It's a gross story, and it was a really gross thing having to reread it. Mm-hmm. I've read it before, and I was unhappy rereading it, but I was like, I still need to make sure that this isn't important. Which it is. It's important. Okay. Yeah, so um, 
basically as soon as like that starts happening she alerts the jla and they all get up there as soon as they can and attack dr light good Mm -hmm. and they all go after dr light and he's got the power of basically light on his side so he's got a lot of fucking power he's not like some weak dick bag he's not a c-lister even and though we love C-listers. We do love a good C-lister. But we he's not one of them. We don't love Dr. Light. He sucks. He's a piece of shit. So he does that. And the team that was there was Black Canary, Green Arrow, um, Hal Jordan, Hawkman, Zatanna, and Adam. So some A-listers. Exactly. Okay. Some A-listers, including our girl Zatanna. Yes. Ralph takes Sue to the hospital as soon as he can. And then they're all attacking Dr. Light and trying to subdue him. And Dr. Light is being a fucking gross monster. And he's talking about how he's going to find Sue again and he's not going to let this rest. And he sees, he looks over at Barry. Yep. Question? Couldn't Zatanna literally just be like, you don't exist anymore? Yes. But that's a little bit more morally black than we were going oh okay we're going towards morally dark gray okay so no worries we're getting closer so dr light is raving about how he's gonna find her again he looks at barry who's still wearing his wedding ring and this is right after he married to iris right after iris died Ooh, rough yeah and he's like i'm gonna find your wife i know that you people have people who are precious to you and i will find them and ruin them and it doesn't matter that you're gonna throw me in jail because i'm gonna still fucking find them and then hawkman is like we have to fucking do something about this because this is not going to fly that's a shitty pun and i didn't mean to make it i'm sorry And also, so because of his light powers, he can create images. So he's standing there like being like, isn't this a horrible thing that I did to Sue? Well, they're fucking watching it happen because he's playing it out in front of him because he's a fucking horrible monster. So Tana's like, okay, we'll make him forget. No problem. I got this. Ain't no big thing. And then Hawkman's like, how do we know he's not going to just do it again? He's not going to figure out this information and then fuck us all over in the future. They realize that just making him forget isn't going to be enough. And then Hawkman literally says, he says something about cleaning him up a bit. Basically, taking his personality and changing it into something else. You might as well just kill him. Yeah. Let's just be done with him. Girl, why does DC think it has so many morals? DC has a lot of things about keeping people alive, which is just not enough. Just Take a note from Marvel and kill people. Sometimes you have to kill a person. Kill them. The Joker should have, but that's a different story. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. They take a vote to mind wipe him and fix him. And And Zatanna is going to do all that. Exactly. Okay. And so Green Arrow, Hal Jordan, and Black Canero voted against. Black Canero. (laughs) (laughs) That's their shit name. (laughs) Black Canary voted against. And then Zatanna, Hawkman, and Adam voted for it. So is that equal? Was that yes. they were split? Three and three. And then the final vote came. You down two are, to, but Black Canary and Arrow are basically the same. So you guys are a couple. So you only have one. You're vote. Black Canero. You only brought one gift to our Christmas party, so you only get one vote. <laughs> I don't. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> you only gave me one gift for my birthday, yeah. not two. So you're one. So they're like, okay, Barry, 
you're the final fucking person. Oh, Barry. And Barry's like, Iris just, just died like six fucking months before this. So, of course, he's like, do it. Which is shocking. I feel like Barry, out of all of Mm -hmm. them, is like, sweet baby. Yes. Barry voted yes. And then Zatanna hadn't done anything like this. Like saying, forget Clark Kent backwards isn't that hard. But going into somebody's actual mind and then changing them into a different person is a whole goddamn fucking thing. Do you think she has to write it all out? Like you I can't would. just stop saying things backwards I can't at the top say of your There's... backwards except I can't for even... my name because I've said it backwards before. Because I practiced that. Yep. I would have to record it backwards in my phone and then unrecord it, not unrecord it, and then listen to it <laughs> and figure out how to say it the right way. And I'd still probably fuck it up by like burping in the middle of something. She's real good at saying the alphabet yeah. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Girl never gets caught on any DUIs. <laughs> Not because of her powers. It's, just because she can say the alphabet backwards she's real good. She's the alphabet backwards, and it's a fucking thing. But yeah, so basically, trying to shift somebody's personality is a whole different thing. It's beyond anything that she's tried to do before. And so it doesn't go super right and it basically lobotomizes him. Good. And Wally's like, you I'm not just sad about it. Picked him. You should have just killed him. Which I, I I agree. Yeah. So they're explaining all of this to Kyle and Wally, who are like horrified. And Wally's like, you guys are fucking monsters. And Kyle's like, well, at least it was just this once, so it's not really a big deal because Doctor Light's a monster. <laughs> it already is right? a monster. And then nobody says anything, and it's very quiet. And it's like, yeah, no, we erased other people's memories. So literally every time that they've had to erase some fucker's memory because they found out something about the League, they've just done it and gone with it. The big one, obviously, was Dr. Light because they've completely altered him. And then so Zitana's just erasing people's memories left all and over right. The place. But what was crazy was her trying to change his like change mem- him into a change into different a different person. person. And what was more crazy on top of that is so because of this whole thing, normally everything goes according to plan, but because it was Sue who got attacked, Batman actually comes back to the watchtower. And he comes back to the watchtower when Zatanna is erasing and redistributing <laughs> Dr. Light's mind. Way to put it. Yeah. Because she's making him into a completely different person, and they get caught, and they all know that it's the wrong thing to do, but they all fucking fell in with this. So, what they do, Zatanna stops Batman with her, like, pots Batman. I'm not going to say Batman backwards. <laughs> I know Potts is stopped backwards. <laughs> so Batman comes back to figure this shit out. She stops him, freezes him in place, and then they're like, what are we supposed to fucking do? And they all decide to erase Batman's memories of the thing. Yeah, digging a hole. Yeah. Or it's like Batman can fucking lighten up a little bit. And if he wasn't such a fucking fake goody two-shoes, and I say fake because it's fucking fake, (laughs) fake goody two-shoes, no one would have such fake fucking awful moral compasses. I'm sorry, your moral compass just being I'm not going to kill anyone isn't a good moral compass. It's a bad moral. Can we go back to the Captain America thing we were talking about before? Just use Captain America as your moral compass because even he kills people every once in a while. Sometimes people have to be killed 
this would be an instance. Steve Rogers. If somebody knows all of your like identities and can fucking attack the people who and is to also you, an awful person. Yeah, and is a monster. Is a monster. Then the only way to solve that is going to be to kill them. Yes. But they don't do that here. So instead, they double down and they she erases. Instead, they do something that's worse than killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, because, like, Batman's an innocent in all of this. He's a good guy. And he's trying to, you know, he's a piece of shit and a piece of work. But he's trying to do the right thing. And instead, he ends up getting erased because they decided to commit to something that wasn't the right choice the right way. Like, Batman and Z have been friends for literally fucking ever and this has repercussions for years and years 2006 so a couple years later batman has figured out that this has happened and everything has blown the fuck up it's not something that they can come back from and even years later batman is like i needed somebody that i could trust but i had to settle for you damn yeah it's like a fucking punch right in the teeth like the whole identity crisis when it all comes down to the important parts of it that I care about are that they decided to erase somebody and like make them become a different person instead of just just end them end the whole fucking thing and because of that we committed to something that was going to affect things for years and years there's other stories about Zatanna afterwards but that's after the New 52 starts, so I don't care. But yeah, so that's the story of Zatanna, the identity crisis, and how she went to a darker gray moral place, but didn't kill somebody. And if we had all just killed this stupid fucking dickhead, we'd be in a better place. It's true. The end. The end. Mm-hmm. Just goes all... It literally all just goes back to the... Batman not killing the Joker. The Joker. That is the best um, example Example. that you can give Mm -hmm. of sometimes you just have to kill people. Someone who's just a monster who's going to kill until they die. And just whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. We'll go after everybody just because. Yes. So it's like, like sometimes, sometimes people are just a monster yes. and the only way to deal and with them is to And you're supposed to be, we're in this fictional world yeah. of so superheroes. So we monsters with powers. Yes, with crazy powers. We can't just put powers. them in jail. No. So, so back to the moral of the story is... The moral of the story is kill the right people at the right Just time. fucking follow Captain America's moral compass. Yes. Yeah. We need to end on more of a positive note. About Doritos and how Chris Evans looks like a Dorito. And not about anything about Dr. Light. No, he sucks. We're off that. Back to Chris Evans. So that's the end of our podcast. (laughs) Because otherwise we're going to go on a different rant. (laughs) And that's not what we're here for. (laughs) So. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for listening up. Fucking dickbag. Thank you. Very first episode. And... Be safe, be smart, and wash your motherfucking hands. Please. Please. So that I can go outside and pet all the dogs. Yes, thank you. Happy quarantine. Happy quarantine.